Oye chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreambus. After the death of Adnama... Oh, Adnama, I failed you. I failed you as your protector. The Daytona Patrol Force vows to find a way to bring her back to life. Don't worry, just like Humpty Dumpty, we can put you back together again. To do so, they must follow the Florida man's instructions and head to Tallahassee. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I suppose we're headed north? Not just north. Going to Florida State University. <laughs> Sensei, what's wrong? What, what is it about that place? What's wrong? I just got PTSD. On the way, Cletus makes a phone call. Hello? Hey, Eddie. Long time no here. Cletus, what do you want, you little mother present plucker? And vows to destroy showtunes. Showtunes, you have no idea what you're in for. While Steve is driving... Sensei, as long as the vehicle has training wheels, I could take it. You won't drive, Steve? They get into a mysterious accident. Oh, shit. Oy vey, my back. And when the police show up, Steve attacks. No, not David and Cletus end up getting arrested. Officer, officer, please. Thank God you're here. This gator came out of nowhere. And he kicks you in the face. Oh, God. And Steve gets taken by animal control. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> very good. She's very good. And, and friendship. friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. You watch as the fish and wildlife truck continues down the expressway, Steve in tow. 
The police vehicle, driven by the officer with the goatee and afro, follows it for a second before taking a different exit and driving you back the way you came. A few minutes into the drive, the bald officer says, Holy shit! Davis, look at this! And swivels a rugged laptop on a car mount to face the driver. You see a live stream for some sort of news network. A woman in a blazer with jet black hair stands on a golf course with a microphone in hand. Good afternoon. I am Cari Lopez with OCPWH News reporting live from Miami, Florida, where just a few hours ago an unexpected catastrophe struck at this country club. I am here with eyewitness Dario Lopez to help us understand exactly what happened. Oye chico, pero what happened? The camera pans over to a heavy-set, white-haired man in a security uniform with a bandage across his forehead. I was in the middle of my shift as a security guard when all of a sudden a golf cart crashed through the checkpoint. I came out to investigate and before I knew it, another car appeared with a vicious alligator that tried to attack me. They ran me over and I pass out. And then when I woke back up, the greens were a mess. Oye, chico, pero a mess? There were croquetas everywhere and a big-ass alligator walking across the green. So I called the police and here we are. Gracias. We are currently on the scene reporting details as they develop. While there is no official police report at the moment, it seems the alligator and the assault may have been linked as officers investigate possible foul play regarding an alleged human limb discovered at the scene. For more details as the story develops, Keep it here on OCPWH. You get a look at that. Cleanest, I'm not sure, but I, uh, I think they might be on to us. No, she just said they ain't got no uh, evidence yet, but uh, they could very well be on our trail. Cleanest, I'm nervous. Hold me. I would, but uh, my hands are cuffed behind my back. <laughs> I'm, I put a, I put like a, to- a comforting foot over his foot. Like <laughs> <laughs> I step. Like, step lightly, gently on his foot. (laughs) Before long, you arrive at a towering, dull cement building. It is surrounded by a length of wire fencing, and its design is needlessly angular and complex, with the stained cement broken up only by the dull blue sheen of reinforced windows. The vehicle pulls in, and the officers usher you into the building with contempt. David, listen, don't, you, you don't gotta tell them shit. We should just wait for a lawyer. I know what my Fifth Amendment right is, my God. Keep it moving, asshole. One at a time, you go through the process. They take your belongings, your fingerprints, your information. And once you've been stripped bare and booked, they grant you a phone call. David Feinstein, you get one phone call. Uh, thank you, officer. I, I appreciate all your... All your assistance in this manner, it's my first time in prison, jail, whatever you're calling it here. I don't know, it's just a very uh, nerve-wracking time in my life. You say this very politely, maybe putting a hand on his chest, and uh, he removes the hand and looks you in the face and he says, I can't wait to watch you fry. Thank you, officer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you. I nervously shuffle over to the phone. I am going to try and call, um... Who should I call? Who should I call? I don't know. I'm, I I never thought I'd be in prison before. My goodness. Who is usually my emergency contact? My mother! I should call my mother. I don't want anybody else to find out that 
I'm in prison and then for her to find out from them, she would never forgive me. My God, the Jewish guilt would take me to the grave. They put the coin into the payphone. You dial your mother's number and you hear it ring for a bit. You're worried it might go to voicemail and then eventually you hear a... Hello? Ma. Ma, it's David. Oh, it's my baby. How's my sweet little baby boy doing? David, I haven't heard from you all week. What have you been up to? You ever get that matzo ball soup you were so crazy about? Well, it's a funny story that you bring up the matzo ball soup, Ma, because here's what happened. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm about to enjoy the soup, but then this crazy man walks in, and he takes the soup, and he throws it around, and he's just... I can't enjoy it, because he's oh just he's standing Lord. on the table. It's just a terrible time, my dear. But anyway, so uh, long story short, Ma, um, I'm kind of, kind of in a bit of trouble. I've been... Um, well, arrested. You need money again, David. See, this is why I told you you should have gone to medical school, but you know what? Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. We, ma, I, I know, know we've gone over this a thousand times. I just didn't have the grades, ma. Ma, the grades. The teachers were against know, me from I the know. start. I don't know what to tell you. Believe me, the, the Lord is pleased you're on the path you are. Well, I don't know how pleased the Lord was with me uh, earlier today because, um, well, ma, I've been arrested. You what? I, I need you to calm down, Ma, but just take a couple of deep breaths. Don't Bro, worry. Get over here! Don't bring Pa into this, please. What do you if mean you, can you just got send arrested? Me... What happened? Well, my, my sweet little baby boy, a servant of the Lord, what are you doing in jail? I promise I didn't do anything. I never fired a gun. I didn't do anything. Oh, my goodness. It was just kind of guilt by association. I'm more of an accessory. No. It's not that big a deal, Ma. I'm sorry, David. I, I can't handle this. You're so, Ma. Oh. I'm not sure what bail's gonna be. They haven't. They, we haven't set bail yet. But are you gonna? I'm just gonna need. I'm gonna need your support in this, please. You're in Boca Raton. Well, um, I think we're more in the Miami area. You, <laughs> Ma, Ma, <laughs> Ma, come back, <laughs> Ma. Officer, officer, I think the phone got disconnected. I don't know what happened. I was telling my mother what happened, but then I needed to tell her more because you know this is it's a long story, officer. But please, please, can you just put another coin in the machine? Should have made better use of your time. Get a move on. He shoves you into the cell, and then he goes, All right. Uh, Cletus Nicodemus. What kind of name is that? Anyways, Cletus, you got a phone call. What kind of voice is that? Sounds like from somewhere else. He smacks you upside the head. Yeah, you enjoy your br- t- police brutality while you got it. You know what? I will. Cletus, just remember, don't waste the time on the phone. You need to call someone and you gotta make it quick because this, uh, this guy over here who sounds a lot like some dude named Patrick, I think, but I don't know for sure. I just, just be careful, Cletus. All right. He brings you over to the payphone and he grabs the coin, goes to put it in the slot and then pulls it out and looks at you and goes, oh, oh, oh. Just to be an asshole, and then drops the coin in. I, I got all day, Phil. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Calling Eddie. All right. Hello? Hey, Eddie, long time no here. Ah, uh, Cletus, you, you son of a bitch. What, a new phone call? Burner phone, or what? I wish. <laughs> well, I'll I tell and you what, I'm... Oh, oh, shit, hold up, hold up. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the middle of... Uh, I'm breaking into somewhere to see if I can't get some supplies for your little problem here. Uh, Jerry rig something. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I could talk, though. It's okay. I, I don't think these people will hear me. What's up? Good. 
uh, listen, I know I ain't no in position to to, uh, to to bargain with you, and I'll do anything. Listen, I will do anything. Basically, I, I need I need some help. I don't know if you got connections, but uh, we we kind of got arrested. And what, uh, Cletus? Come on, man. No, I tell you, it's it's this it's it's rigged. Our the police shot first. They shot at me first. God damn and police brutality. That's what I'm saying, man. So we, I mean, we could get out of here with a really good lawyer. I really think we can get back out. I don't know if you got any connections or something. Uh, again, I'll do anything. I'll pay I, you oh, whatever. Okay, wait. Are, are you looking for like a, a legitimate bailout? Or are you looking for like a rough and tumble, a quick escape? I ain't trying to shoot my way out, but if I got to, you know, I will. Tell you what, okay, I gotta work my way out of this uh, this condominium I'm in right now. I think uh, I think the toddler's starting to wake up, so I, I should get a move on. But uh, wh- where you at? We're in uh, uh, real quick, officer. We in Boca? Is that right? You're in Miami, you dingus. My, Miami. We're in Miami. Look, if you got any connections at all, you can send our way in Miami. I, I, I see what I could do. You, you at what? TGK, I guess, probably. I'll, I'll find you. I'll find you, buddy. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get you out of there. Oh, you won, brother. All right. Oh, shit. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> all right. <sighs> After your phone call, he shows you to the cell as well and slides the bar door shut behind you. Am I in the same cell as um David? You are both in the cell together, yeah. Oh, come here. Give me a hug. Oh, Cletus. It's going to be okay. You. I, you know how much I I need. I'm very tactile. I need a little bit of touch in my life to get me through. So thank you. This yeah, hug is, this is everything I need right now. My mother, she just she just wouldn't understand what was going on. And she kept yeah. on rambling. And I kept on rambling. And we didn't get anywhere. Yeah. Did your phone like call go anywhere? Right now. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I mean, no promises, but... A, I, I gave I gave my friend a call and um, he's usually got connections pretty good. I'm hoping he brings us an attorney to help us out. Otherwise, we may have to resort to a little more unconventional means of escape. I'm not sure unconventional is the way to go here. I think we've been hit down pretty hard already. Hey, I don't want to get I don't want it to come to that either. But uh, we got to be prepared for anything. You know, expect the unexpected. I suppose so, Cletus. I mean. You're kind of the boss, but I, 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 I guess, I guess, yeah, whatever you say goes. Together, we have a better chance. I mean, when do you think we're going to be brought in front of a judge or something? Because I think, I think I, if I just explain what's going on, I'm sure things will work out just fine. Who knows if they even give a damn about our rights here? Because I tell you, they broke a lot of rules already that they shouldn't have. But that's how the government works. We already know this. Well, Cletus, we just have to take comfort in the fact that God is always listening and he will guide us. The light within us will show us the way. Uh, Cletus looks up at the ceiling. He's like... Yeah. Thank you, old man. Thanks for that. And, uh, I guess he's gonna search around the cell now. It's a 14. I don't have any modifier for that. You look around, and the cell is sparse and unwelcoming. There are cold, sterile bunk beds up against the left and right walls, and a reflective stainless steel toilet in the center that is, in fact, very stained. In the corner of the cell, in a deep-cut white tank top with a sleeveless hoodie, beige shorts, Birkenstocks, and a gray scarf, sits a bearded man with a tight bun of goldish-brown hair atop his head. His legs are crossed with his hands atop his knees, and he breathes deeply. Howdy. 
Hey. Hi there. My name's David. It's a oh, pleasure no. to meet Shh, you. Oh. Hey, not yet. We don't. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know if we want to do that. It's fine, man. I already heard everything. David Feinstein, Cletus Nicodemus. Hey, how long you been here? And uh, what you, what you did? It's been a few hours, but honestly, it's all kind of just bullshit. Amen to that. You, you see, I, I run a food truck, and they arrested me because they you said I didn't... run a food truck. <laughs> I absolutely run a food truck. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> they arrested me because they said that I didn't have the proper permits to be vending. It's ridiculous. Oh, those permits, they get you every time. Oh, do you do one of those little gluten-free pizzas with the cauliflower crust? Oh my gosh, I just love those. The gluten is just so raucous on my on my digestive system, you see. I think I would just love a little nosh or something right now. Not pizzas, but you're definitely on the right track. We're all uh, all organic. We uh, Lately, we've been uh, serving tacos a lot. They're kind of, uh, they're more like hors d'oeuvres almost, really meant to give you a, a taste of the fresh ingredients. Right, uh, so what, you put sedatives in it and you, you, you make people fall asleep, you kidnap them, what, what's, what's your deal? What? Cletus, not everybody is out to get everybody. What are you here for? You didn't get... They said I didn't have the permits to be vending, but food is natural. We should all be able to sell. Wait, what you sell? Well, we change the menu up from time to time, but lately we've been doing some really cool little mini tacos. Totally organic, gluten-free, good for you, and delicious. What's this guy's physical? Is he buff? Is he skinny? Uh, he's pretty slender. God damn, you one of those vegans, ain't you? Actually, no. Then why are you so weird? <laughs> well, why are you so weird? Why is anyone so weird? Oh, shit, you pothead? You sell fucking weed, don't you? Well, shut up. We're literally in a, in a jail cell. What are you doing? Sorry. I mean, but, I mean, I mean, hey, you know, when we get out of here, if, if you're down for a bowl, like, yeah, I could hook it up. Uh, maybe I, I try to keep my head clear nowadays, but uh, you know, hey, if, you, you, if, you know what, you know what really clears up your head. <laughs> and and, and he, he leans in. He's like his his mouth is up against your ear, like it's almost like like he's kissing your ear, and he goes some mushrooms. Oh. Ooh, sautéed in a nice Bordeaux sauce. My God, no, it's no, delicious. No, 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 no. He ain't just... All right, so you ain't, you don't just do smelly celery. You you do the whole garden is what I'm guessing. As long as it's natural, man, I think we're meant to live off the land, you know? Hey, you know I appreciate a free spirit, though. Yeah. I got you. Listen, uh... uh I, I, yeah, if we get out of here and I come across you again, you know, I, I could come into some money. I could deal, maybe, but, uh... We absolutely will get out of here. Uh, this is bullshit. I will not stand for being arrested for living off the land. I mean, come on. I assume, my friend, that's why you were sitting just earlier. <laughs> Cause, cause you won't, cause you won't stand for it. Yeah, uh, he puts a hand behind, uh, like on your neck, and he looks deep into your eyes, and he says, "I like you." I offer my hand. And I say, Cletus Nicodemus. Uh, what's your name, son? Milo Camus. Camus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you spelled it? C A M U S. I didn't hear no S. Camus. It's you know. Like Albert Camus. There's no S. It's, that's cheating. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
I don't really play by the rules myself, so. <laughs> nice. So you guys want to, I don't know, you right, guys want to meditate or something? No, you had you had an idea for, right? Oh, you just, uh, oh, just going to wheel us out. <laughs> yeah, I, I just trust that, that we're going to get out of here. But hey, sometimes some furious yeah. meditation goes a long way. Mushroom spirits talking to you and shit. Yeah, you know, actually, turns out there's this really cool deep breathing exercise where uh, if you execute it just right, you kind of get a little bit of a rush if you if you know what i mean you know why you're tripping right now you're actually talking to a couple spirits uh right now what yeah we're from no the, way uh, cletus wait did we die what happened uh, inside a little bit but uh, otherwise <laughs> we're just kind of uh, ethereal beings for now wink wink oh i i am catching your drift yes i am i am a spirit i'm here to tell you uh, that you you are on the on the wrong path, son. You need to look deep within yourself and find the righteous path. Roll a persuasion for me. It would be a sixteen. You see, he's he's sitting there with his hands on his knees, and all of a sudden his eyes like open wide, very disturbed for a second, and he goes, "Whoa, yeah, I guess, I guess I do have some stuff to think about." Do you want to talk about it, son? Did you sober him up? <laughs> Gallus, is his, are his pupils like dinner plates? Uh, they're shrinking. <laughs> they're sh- <laughs> shit! Shit! You sobered him up? <laughs> so, Camus, is there anything that you need to get off your chest, my friend? I am here for you. I am your guardian. I am here to guide you through life in this moment, in this cell. He points at his very deep-cut tank top and says, No, my chest is pretty exposed. I can see that, my friend. Just be on standby for our celestial duties and whatnot. We'll get back to you. All right. And he he goes back to meditating. Yeah, you go back to your idle animation so we can... (laughs) (laughs) What is your approach here? Are you just waiting to see if your attorney shows up, that sort of thing? Yeah, we're going to wait for now. I just wanted to see past the self we can see other cells other people in person i mean you saw you know as they kind of pulled you in and out of the cell a few times to do your phone calls and all of that sort of thing you got a pretty good lay of the room essentially there is a your cell is kind of like the middle cell in the room there are other cells stretching along the same wall directly ahead of you is a kind of a door and like an entrance kind of where they brought you in through Ahead of you and to the left of that door, there are some desks and stuff. There are officers working there doing the booking, all of that sort of thing. And then off all the way to the left, there's another door that you think goes further into this complex. People in there? There are people in some people in cells. A few are empty, but, you know, nothing notable or crazy. Well, you just wipe. <laughs> I not time. Several hours pass beneath the harsh fluorescent lights. Beneath the unrelenting and exposing illumination, your brain struggles to decipher the passing of time. But, if you had to guess, you'd say it's probably late evening. You hear chuckling from off to the side before you hear a door open and see the bald, mustachioed cop waltz into the room holding Cletus' shotgun and David's snub-nosed revolver from the glove compartment in his hands. Looks like these little bastards were packing some heat. A redhead sitting at a desk says, Jackson, don't be a dickhead. Go put those away. The bald man puts his finger and the revolver up to the redhead's lips. Uh, uh, uh. Whoa. Do you know what these psychopaths did? Yeah, we all know. Lou Lopez's skull to bits with this. 
And he prods the end of the shotgun in through the bars, poking at Cletus. <laughs> in his other hand, he twirls David's revolver. Thank God we didn't get to see Moses over here wield this terrifying little lady gun. Dummy, how'd you sick fucks think you were gonna get away with it? My Lady Smith has a name. Her name is Gladys, and I don't like the way you're handling her right now. She's very delicate, and she needs a gentle touch. Jesus Christ. The cop turns to the redhead and says, Andrea, do you know what Villegas found in the- And you are suddenly hurt with a massive burst of concussive force as your eardrums ring and your bodies are thrown back. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Good. Twelve. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) You get a good. You get an oof. David, you are going to take one point of damage. You draw your arms from your face and struggle to see through the dust and debris in the air. As you try to get your bearings, you realize the wall before you has collapsed, but you remain trapped in your cell. After a few moments, two bright beams of light pierce through the smoke. You can faintly see the bricks scattered about, the edge of the desk the redhead was sitting at, and directly up against the bars of the cell, Baldy himself, Officer Jackson, who has been flung against the cell door in the explosion, and now groans as he slowly begins to come to. What do you do? Where did the explosion come from? The wall directly in front of you, so basically where you came in through. Shit. Okay. Gonna try and grab my gun from the guy that's pressed up against our cell. That's a seven. You begin to pat down Officer Jackson's body as he's groaning. He goes, And he starts coming up. Very quickly, you you kind of search through him. Um, It's messy, but you manage to grab some of the obvious items. You find keys, the shotgun that he had in his hand, and the snub-nosed revolver. Handcuffs, and a loaded pistol that is on his hip. Holy crap. I'm tossing Dave his snub-nosed Lady Smith. What's her name? Gladys. Tell some Gladys. <gasps> Gladys, thank God you're with Papa again. I grab my sweetheart Arletta. That's my shotgun. Is Gladys loaded? You want to check that for me? Not yet. I'm, I'm thinking on my feet right now. I'm too quick right now. Okay. The extra pistol. What kind of pistol is that? It's, it's a regular handgun. Standard police issue. Uh, it has 12 shots in it. You can tell. I cock that, whatever. I check it, make sure it's loaded. And I throw that to Camus. I'm like, hey. Camus, you've been summoned. (laughs) Camus is already standing and walking towards the cell door, and you toss the pistol, and with one hand in the air, he perfectly catches it, (laughs) and then brings his other hand to it in a defensive position as he gets ready. Okay, we're going to take the handcuffs, handcuff this asshole uh, to the bars. Okay, roll a strength contest with advantage. 12. You go to grab Officer Jackson's hand, and he, like, judo chops you in the wrist as you go to grab him, and he goes, what the hell are you doing? And he throws himself back onto his back and reaches for his pistol out of sight, and he goes, oh, shit. I start opening the cell door with the key. Roll a dexterity check for me. There we go. (laughs) I'm getting the worst rolls in my life. 11. You just barely managed to open the door and swing it open. You push it open real hard and as you push it you see jackson is running up to you but it does not hit him it just barely whiffs in front of him and he's now standing in front of you what do you do get the fuck down get the fuck down hands get down get down hands behind your head get the fuck down roll a strength contest for me you better have gladys all ready to go 
13. You point your shotgun at him, and he actually runs into the shotgun, grabs it, pushes it down. As he pushes the gun away, you press the trigger to discover that the gun is empty and not loaded. And then as he comes in with the right elbow, you just barely whiff out of the way and you feel it like scrape against the very tip of your nose, but you are fine. You prepare another fist, now realizing that your gun is empty and you're gonna have to go mano a mano. And as this is happening through uh, the, the smoke and the dust, there are those two bright beams of light. And a figure with long black hair dropping down to around mid-torso in a long leather duster coat with a gas mask emerges from the smoke. Whoa. Before he can react or even see it since he's engaged with you, the figure raises a machete and hacks into Officer Jackson's neck. Whoa. Machete still firmly in place, the figure grabs his head and kind of twerks the machete up and you hear a crunch of the neck as Officer Jackson drops to the ground, holding his neck and very quickly bleeding out. Milo walks up to the figure and removes the mask to reveal a blue-eyed woman beneath it. She grabs Milo by his golden brown man bun, dips him and kisses him deeply. When he comes back up, she pulls back and says, let's go, as she puts her mask back on and leads the way out. Oh, I follow. <laughs> Camus, my friends, I can't... Wait, we should go to the desk. Camus, wait just a sec. Just one sec. I think uh, we, should, we can get our stuff back, I think. Camus holding hands with the figure in the long leather duster coat. Kind of gives a little a little smack on the tuchus and puts his back up against the busted wall, uh, still holding the pistol in a ready position as you go around the desk. When you go around the desk, you see the red-headed officer from earlier lying on the desk, beginning to come to. And uh, what do you want to do? Search the desk first. 13. I mean, there's a ton of paperwork. It's very hard to find uh, anything particularly useful. But you do manage to find at one point what you assume are your belongings you see shotgun shells and in a separate bag basically right next to it you see revolver shells and you also find david's keys to the camry oh fuck yeah pocketing all that uh now i'm gonna go to the woman trying to slap her awake like hey, you you okay sweetheart you all right <laughs> what are you doing and you see she sees you and she freaks out and she goes to reach for her gun now i, I don't I, I don't mean nothing but i don't I, I just want to make sure you're all right so explosion just happened back there i don't I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't either. Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm about to leave. I just wanted to make sure you was okay. What the fuck? And I run. (laughs) And Andrea just kind of stares at you, takes her hand off her gun, and like puts her hand to her head uh, and kind of holds the, the wound from when she smashed after the explosion. I blow her a kiss and I wink towards her butt cheeks as I open the cell door and, and leave. <laughs> I follow out in hot pursuit and I say, a thousand blessings upon you, my dear. Mazel. Ma, ma, mazel. Okay. Uh, and... <laughs> You run through the haze and see the two beaming lights belong to a large yellow truck. Across the side, you see bold red letters that spell out Camus Amuse Bouche. It's a food truck. Now that Milo has rejoined the party, the woman tosses him the keys and Milo hops into the driver's seat as the woman steps into the back of the food truck through the big double doors. Hey, Dave, check it out. I got got you something to feed your girl. (laughs) Gladys, 
Just gave her some nutrition. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Cletus. That was very kind of you to think of Gladys. She's been very hungry. <laughs> I take Arlette. I'm like, eat up, girl. And I start loading her up. <laughs> David and Cletus both begin loading up their weapons. Uh, what are you doing now? Getting in the food truck with uh, Camus and... The mystery lady. <laughs> you hurriedly pack into the back of the food truck and the blue-eyed woman shouts, Shut the doors! as she reaches over a fryer and draws down metal shutters over the serving window. She turns on a red light as the truck jolts to life with a bumpy start, and Milo slams down on the gas. You grab onto a countertop to steady yourself as you see the truck burst through a half-open chain-link fence and out onto the southbound expressway. The woman walks up toward the driver's seat as Milo says, Cammy, that was rad. How'd you even pull this off? It wasn't me, honey munchkin. What do you mean? She kisses him long and hard again before pulling on his bun and setting his eyes on the road. We can figure out what happened later, but we're not out of the woods yet. You hear sirens blur behind you. Drive. All right, you two. What's the deal? Cindy? What? <laughs> Cammy. Cammy, hi. Cammy, nice to meet oh. you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm David. It's a pleasure to meet you. Me and Milo, we really connected in prison. I'm so glad that you came to bust us out. We're going to be one big happy family. I just can tell. You just remind me of a lady I used to know. Hey, Camus, you got a caper. That's all I'm going to say. I'm Cletus. <laughs> pleasure to meet you. And she, uh, uh, you see like a, a wry smile as she looks at both of you and like just grabs both your hands at once and starts shaking them. And she goes, all right, boys, but... We kind of have to deal with this first. What's the plan? Boy, you brought us this far? Hey, I just <laughs> drove my truck over. I've always thought bobbing and weaving out of traffic. I thought I've, I've always enjoyed a nice police chase when I'm watching it on TV. I remember, oh my gosh, that white Bronco in the thousands. I can't believe it. My goodness. Oh, wasn't that the 90s? Everything just blurs together for me. My God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you guys like doomsday preppers? Is this transformed to a turret section, or are you all just crazy? No, I just drove my food truck. I was going to come <laughs> bail Milo out. What's with the gas mask? Well, we had it in the truck. I saw the fog, and I figured, you know, if I'm going to walk into a blown-up police station, maybe you don't want him to see my okay. face. Okay, okay. Shit. Obviously, keep driving. I, I need to think. I start, like, hammering my... My my skull with my two fists. Like I need to think, David. If you got any plans, Cindy. What time of night is it right now? Uh, Cammy, Cammy, Cindy. Yeah, Cammy. Uh, it's nine o'clock right now. Okay, well that means it's not rush hour. So that means we should have a nice clear way to get out of here. Well, yeah, but we kind of need to deal with the cop cars on our trail. And she opens the two double doors a little bit, and you see three. Oh shit! Just just a little bit to kind of look outside, and you see three cop. Cars like hot on your trail, like right behind the truck, and she shuts them again. Is there anything sharp in the truck that we can throw out the back and just kind of put in the way of those other cars? Do we really want to add to our record? Do we just want to lose them? Well, I'm just thinking of tactics. I mean, I'm just coming up with options. I'm not saying we have to do it. I actually, I put my hand on David's back. (laughs) I thank you. I think this is a job for you and not coming from me, but the big man upstairs. Listen, fire and cars, they mix real well, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm not... Sh- I, I don't want to... I, I, we, 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 I, my goodness, Cletus, are you trying to tell me to kill these people? Summon the wrath of God. 
Alright, I'll see what the big man upstairs has in store for us today. I open up the door a little bit as he's charging. On a save, do I avoid damage completely or is it half damage? You're good, you're safe. So here's what happens. Cletus opens the doors a little bit. As you see, David kind of touches his chancletas for good luck. Holds his Star of David, which he has on a necklace. And in his right hand, you begin to see the flame grow and he grows a steady flame in his hand. Shoots it at the car at the gas tank. As the car kind of drives through it, the flame dissipates. And you actually just see inside the cop car, one of the uh, the felt leather seats lights. And you see one of the cops inside go, ah! <laughs> and put the flame out. Oh, am I going to have to kill these guys? Camus, any ideas? What if... Do I have to kill them? Now, hear, hear me out. I can be a very convincing person. What if I give a very forceful command from the word of God to, for them to turn around and run away? Oh, whoa, man, your spirituality is like really next level. I don't care what you do, just get them the fuck off our trail, okay? Now, do you drive better when you're high or worse? <laughs> I'm high on life, baby. Same, okay. So, David, what are you doing? I'm going to try to cast the command spell and use a, a flea. It would make the target spend a turn moving away from you by the fastest available means. Huh. You part the seas like Moses and you part those police trucks away. This time, Cammy opens one door and Cletus opens the other. They both bust it open and you very dramatically. A lightning strikes from the heavens. You stare at the driver in the middle cop car, the one that is closest to you. It's literally just a few feet away, basically. And your voice booms with the lightning. And you see the passenger officer begin to draw his pistol and hang out the side window. <laughs> Quickly, Cammy and Cletus shut the doors and you hear a bullet impact the metal. Of course they shoot first. Okay, I'm done with this semantics bullshit. It's time to kill. I'm going for the driver. That's a 14. Cletus, you kick open the metal doors. They already have their pistol trained on you, ready to fire, and you let open a blast of the shotgun. It shatters against the windshield, and you see the car swerve, and the cop that's hanging out the window kind of gets doubled over as their face is just barely off the ground, and they, like, very scared, scramble their way back into the cop car. They swerve for a bit, and then kind of get back on the trail, unharmed. All right, is there anything in the back of this damn truck that we can just throw out the back and, like... <laughs> and as you're doing that, he, without jumping out the window this time, puts his pistol out the window and takes a shot at Cletus and it whizzes past just he fails miserably I want to think of something more creative but fuck it I'll shoot him again Cammy looks at you guys and says can you guys get it together please Cammy how badly do you need these stoves that are in this food truck because I'm thinking we unscrew them from the floor and we just push it out the back and hope for the best I'm all game for that if it means getting these cops off our trail I'm just gonna shoot him. While David is having this conversation with Cammy, you see Cletus just burst open the doors again and let loose a shot without consulting anyone, literally exposing the two of them to take his shot. I rub Arletta's stock and I whisper into her chamber, like, come on, girl. Come on. Ten. And this time, as you shoot your shot, they see it coming and swerve out of the way so that the car doesn't take any more damage. As they swerve out of the way, you see, again, the passenger this time kind of steals himself. You see he has his pistol in his hand. He's... And he twirls out, steadies himself on, like, the ceiling of the car, takes aim at you, fires a shot, 
and buries it into your left arm for four points of damage. As I'm falling to the ground, I would like to fire my shotgun at the driver. Ooh, okay. So as you're falling, you begin racking Arletta, and right as you hit the ground, you point it at the cop car and press the trigger. Roll that. That's a 25. All right. <laughs> Just like last time, I think that's a nine. You begin dropping to the ground. Seeing that he's landed a, su- a successful shot, he slides back into the car, goes to fist bump the driver. As the driver's fist makes contact with his, you pull the trigger, and he's smiling at his buddy as his head just becomes a red (laughs) missile. There we go. (laughs) And the car swerves off, almost hitting the cop car next to it, and swerves uh, and smashes uh, front first into the side of the highway. Now there are only two cop cars left. I got it. (laughs) Oh. Cletus, my god. I'll be fine. As that is happening, though, you uh, you kind of shut the doors, taking that success so that the other cars don't take aim at you. And all of a sudden, you feel a jolt in the vehicle. Uh, and you see Cammy runs up over to where uh, Milo is. And through the window, the driver window, you can actually see one of the cop cars is now ramming into the left side of the truck, trying to push it off the highway. Wait a second, aren't we in a food truck here? Let's ram them. We've got to be bigger (laughs) than them. We've got to be heavier. Let's drive them off the highway. Well, we don't really have the dexterity to match, but sure, I'll try. You see Cammy uh, kind of grabs his man bun and she says, I have an idea. Kisses his forehead, goes, begins opening a freezer. What do you want to do? I was going to grab a fryer and throw the burning fry oil onto the drivers next to us. 21. You come up to the the driver window and you kind of carefully work the hot oil around Milo, trying not to splash (laughs) it on him. And then just fling it out the window. And you see as they're ramming the vehicle, they get a really good hit and you guys kind of swerve. And the guy in the passenger side begins to point his pistol at Milo and the hot acid basically just spills onto his arm and he goes as he drops his pistol onto the side of the road all of a sudden uh, you see Cammy has pulled a big black duffel bag out of the freezer and has unzipped it and she shouts over to you she goes open the window open the serving window I run over to the serving window and I throw it open you raise the shutter and push open the serving window You see a cop in the passenger seat holding his hand in pain, and you see the driver begin to hand him his pistol. As they begin to take aim at you, David, Cammy shoves you out of the way and hurls a huge hunk of frozen meat onto the windshield of the car, shattering it. You see the people inside jerk forward as the driver slams on the brakes and the car spins out of control, eventually impacting the metal guardrail on the left lane of the highway. Only one more, sugar! And Cammy slides the shutter closed again. Cammy, do you have any other big hunks of meat in this damn thing? Or what's going on here? And she says, open your eyes and points to the two. She has emptied one big frozen duffel bag. It's about person sized almost like they're huge. Uh, and she points to two other big duffel bags there as well. Okay. Well, that's a wonderful thing to hear. Where's this other cop car? Right behind us. All right, Cletus. I'm more of a, uh, well, I'm not very strong in lifting things because, you know, my back is just killing me these days. Would you mind throwing this hunk of meat out the back? I'll get the door for you. I'll be honest, I ain't been to the gym in a while, but <laughs> maybe together. <laughs> All right, just remember to lift with your legs. Yeah. Cammy, would you get the doors for us, sweet thing? You got it. And she prepares herself to open the doors. So I guess both of you roll a, 
an attack using dexterity, and we'll take the higher number. So it's split advantage. Wow. Mine's a nine. And mine, <laughs> nine. Wow. You unzip the duffel bag, both grab this big hunk of frozen meat. Look at Cami. She nods at you, you nod back. She opens the big double doors, gets out of the way, and you hurl the hunk of meat into the air. You see it twirling, and it begins to come down on the cop car, and you see the driver go, oh shit, and swerves off to the left to avoid uh, what you are now hurling at him. And you get a feeling that they've kind of learned your tactics and might begin uh, trying to swerve out of the way of anything you throw out of the truck. Milo, I'm thinking, what if we get right in front of them and then you just slam on the brakes and they ram into the back of the truck? It's got to be pretty sturdy to be holding all those ovens, I'm thinking. So that will cause the front of their cop car to crunch in and then they won't be able to follow us anymore. What's my thinking here? Is it good? Well, that's a pretty good backup plan, but I also kind of don't want to get totaled while more police show up. And as he's saying that, suddenly you hear a whirring overhead. Oh, God in heaven. As a spotlight suddenly shines your way. Sure enough, flying above you is a police helicopter. Hey, Pookie. Milo pokes his head to look toward the back. I don't think we're going to lose him. Cammy turns his head back toward the road and smooths back his hair. Not with that attitude, Daddy Bear. She plants a kiss on his forehead. Drive. They won't take you from me again. Cammy resolutely walks back to the rear of the vehicle and says, All right, we're not losing them in the truck, as she pulls the final large duffel bag out of the freezer and unzips it. We need a way out of here. Put your heads together and figure something out. And she removes the final hunk of meat from the duffel bag and prepares to hurl it at the cop car. She single-handedly kind of has this hunk of meat over one shoulder, supporting it with a hand under, kicks open that door, and just kind of like shoves it off using her whole body weight. And it just barely, as the cops begin to swerve out of the way, it sideswipes the vehicle, and you see that they are also brought to a screeching halt. As, on the two ramps, two more cop cars come onto the exit as the helicopter begins to close in on you. They just keep coming, don't they? I mean, I know that stealth isn't always a great option, but is there anywhere, maybe, is there a bunker that we, is there as as a safe place that we could maybe pull off this highway? I feel very exposed out here, Cletus. Do you know anybody in the area? Ask uh, Camus. Camus, do you know anybody that would have a, a... have a safe house for us that we could hide out at. Not that they would be used. They'd probably follow us right there, which wouldn't be very good. As Camus is in the middle of a very intense car chase, um, trying to focus very hard, he goes, you know, normally I probably would, but considering we're in a big yellow and red food truck with a police helicopter, I'm not quite sure how to lose them. Cletus, Cletus, wait. A thought just occurred to me. What if we fake our deaths? How? I'm saying, okay, so... So if we if we're able to somehow slip out of the if we if we ram the car this big old truck into somewhere tight where they might not be able to really follow us exactly and then we sneak out and then we set it to blow like we, I I don't I don't know I'm just I'm just trying to think here Cletus I'm not I'm not I'm more of a big idea big picture guy I don't really know the details Okay uh, is there a tunnel coming up ahead A tunnel in Miami What are you talking about here Cletus My God Okay wait. Now hear me out. I was watching the Sandy Bullock movie Speed the other day. What if we open up the middle of the of the truck here, we lower ourselves down onto some sort of big metal sheet, and then we just slide out from under the truck and under 
and under the cop car behind us. Do you think they'd notice that? Yes, and I don't think I'm that flat. <laughs> well, it, it looks like they've gotten pretty good at dodging stuff we throw at them, but if they know that we're out of the truck, I, they, they won't be chasing the truck anymore. Cletus, can I speak to you in the corner of the truck for a moment? Okay, let's have a quick meeting as we get shot at by <laughs> police. Cletus. Yeah. I like them. Uh-huh. But what if they're the distraction we've been looking for? If you know what I mean. I, I need a little more. I, I'm not sure how we're going to escape. I'm thinking if they do some sort of lover's leap out of the truck, that that will be enough of a distraction, and then we can make it look like it's not being controlled. They stop, and they go after those two hooligans. And then we just go on our merry way. It's cold-blooded. They're good people. I know. I just don't know what to do. I've lost for thought. Ugh. I think, you know what? It's the devil. He's trying to whisper in my ear. I cannot turn away from God's light. You are right, Cletus. I cannot do this to these poor people. I ain't saying you can't do it. I'm just saying it's a, it's a little dark, even for me. But uh... Suddenly, one of the vehicles rams into the side of the truck. And it's a, it's a pretty big ram. You, you feel Milo almost lose control, but kind of manages to get his bearings again. And he says, How we looking, sweetie bear? It's, figure it out, daddy bear. It's... Ah, and she starts, like, compulsively uh, picking up the, the big duffel bags, like, zipping them closed and, and folding them up. Like, it looks like she's trying to tidy up to, to think. Well, I got two ideas now. Wait a second, Cletus. The duffel bags are people-sized, and they're dodging the things that we're throwing at them. What if we throw ourselves out in the duffel bags? That was going to be one of them. <laughs> well, I'm not seeing many out. Alternatives, Cletus. So I'm gonna go ahead and start zipping myself up in this bag if you don't mind. You know what? You put yourself in the duffel bag. <laughs> put me in the duffel bag and toss me out the back, Cletus, if you don't mind. Okay. I'm tired of it. We've been being chased by police for hours. I can't take it anymore. It feels like hours anyway, my god. I put David in a duffel bag. I put a little straw so he can breathe. Cletus, you snatch a duffel bag as it's being folded up out of Cammy's hands and lay it on the ground. And David gets into it like a little sarcophagus, crosses his hands over his chest, uh, and you begin zipping it up. And she goes, what are you... Jesus Christ, you, you're crazy fucking geniuses. Okay. Don't worry, Cammy. You're just tuck and roll, doll. You're just tuck and roll. Okay, no, no, that that's that's a good idea. Um, good luck, David. Thank you, my dear. Don't worry. I have God on my side. And as you say that, Cletus finishes zipping over your face. I put a straw. And he puts a little straw. <laughs> Godspeed, you fucking bastard. And I kick him out the door. David, roll a dexterity saving throw for me. 16. Cammy opens a door, looking very nervous, beginning to sweat. And uh, Cletus, you grab the duffel bag by the handles and just give him a good old shove. As gently as you can, but also trying to make it clear to the cop car. Uh, as you do so, you see the duffel bag twirling in the air. <laughs> Right at the cop car, as the cop car swerves barely out of the way, and David bounces off the ground once, hits it again, begins rolling, and comes to a stop a little ways behind as the cops continue following you. And Cammy says, all right, uh, Mr. Cletus, want to go next? I take a bag with me, but I, 
I climb on top of the truck. Roll acrobatics. 23. You grab your bag as Cami is offering to zip you up and just without saying anything, open the doors, grab onto the roof and with one arm, pull yourself up. And now you're standing on the roof of the truck and Cami goes, what? What are you doing? And shuts the doors uh, because you've now left her exposed to the cop car. And you see the helicopter aim its bright lights on you. What do you do? I'm going to try and jump onto the other truck. Roll an acrobatics for me. Uh, 11. Yikes, dude. (laughs) You leap off the roof of the truck, shotgun in one hand, duffel bag in the other, and you begin coming down on a cop car. And you see it's like everything goes slow motion as you're in the air. And you see the driver look up at you, and you see him almost laugh. Like he lets out a and swerves out of the way as you smash face first into the pavement. Oh my god. As you smash into the ground, you take 10 points of damage. Should try to run off the highway and into the trees. Roll athletics for me. Number every it's 11. You begin running off to the side of the highway and you see that the cop car that was trailing behind uh, the food truck slows down and begins to do a U-turn to chase Cletus. As that happens, um, David, you are in the duffel bag and you begin to try to poke your way out like you use the straw to try to undo the zipper. And you see Cletus limp running across the highway. Then you see the double door swing open. You see the brilliant golden brown man bun as it like almost aggressively does a squat and with one hand hurls a duffel bag out the back of the car as the food truck begins to swerve off to the side with no one in the driver's seat. The duffel bag just barely actually flies over Cletus's head as he's running off to the right and hits the ground, bounces, rolls. You see the cop car beginning to turn around and then the double doors close right before the food truck smashes into the side of the highway, you see it kind of course correct itself and begin to turn back around to try and hit that cop car that was slowing down to get Cletus. Do you do anything? I don't want to blow my cover of the duffel bag quite yet, so I'm going to just kind of observe. Yeah, I'm just going to try to hide in the trees. David, you kind of lie on your side, peeking through the little hole in the zipper of the duffel bag, uh, and you see the duffel bag that is, I mean, a few yards ahead of you is like kicking violently. And eventually you see a hand come out through the zipper and unzip itself, and you see Cammy come out, and she starts screaming, Daddy Bear, no! And as that happens, you see the uh, the cop car that was turning around to find Cletus has now stopped as cops begin to emerge from that car. But the food truck makes a turn. It begins speeding towards that car. But right before it hits that car, you hear it. A flash of fire ignites the front end of the truck, sending it flying up into the air. Cammy lets out a soul-shattering scream as the food truck comes crashing back down onto the cop cars in the highway. Chico Sparrow, what just happened? If you enjoyed this episode of Dungeons and Drimbus and want to keep following the tale of the Daytona Patrol Force, give us a subscribe and maybe a review on the podcast app of your choice. If you're interested in supporting the show, 
check out patreon.com slash Trimbus or the links in the description. And last, but certainly not least, if you want a free Dungeons and Trimbus sticker, then make sure to tweet using hashtag Trimbus to be entered for a chance to win. Now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta get back to being dead. This is Officer Jackson signing off. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? We need to leave. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, Stuart. Ominous thrill. A new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. Tell them what you did. I, I didn't do anything. Tell me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Don't mind if I sit here and watch lights go out, do you? The unexplained. Don't leave me out here. We can't help her. <laughs> I have a dog. We're leaving. No. I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous thrill. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere. Flesh splits open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.